Welcome to Dr. Karen's Health Talks. Today I'm going to talk about something I get asked a lot about, and that is autoimmune conditions. And we might actually break this up into two episodes because there is so much to share. So I'm going to go over what they are and what we know about them to date and some of the more common ones, the names that you might have heard of. So uh, some of the names of autoimmune disorders are lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, and they actually affect over 250 million people worldwide. And in the United States, they are now the third leading cause of chronic disease behind heart disease and cancer. So very important subject to talk about. And if you were to guess how many autoimmune diseases there were, what would you guess? Maybe 25, uh, 50, 100, 1,000? It's a question that's uh, not often asked, but it's, a, it's growing all the time. The answer to date is about 200 diseases that have been accepted and suggested that they are caused by an automated response from the immune system. So that's the way for you to think about it, an automated response from our immune system. Our immune system is a very important system in our body that stands guard and decides what is healthy and what is not. And if it decides something is not, it goes in and takes care of that. It basically goes in and attacks the pathogens or the things that are not considered healthy in the body. And that's what's an, that is what an autoimmune condition is, that the, our own immune system has this response which uh, works against itself, basically. And uh, what are some of the common types of autoimmune conditions? So let's just talk about some of the names and what they represent so we get the terms right. So rheumatoid arthritis. That's inflammation of the joints and surrounding tissues. Lupus, uh, actually it's known as SLE, systemic lupus erythematosus. Isn't that a big word that just means redness? Systemic means all through the body. So SLE or lupus affects skin, joints, kidneys, brain, and many other organs. That's why it's considered systemic. Celiac disease, some of you have heard of that term, celiac brew, we call it disease, is, is actually a reaction to gluten. And gluten is a protein that's found in wheat and rye and barley, and it can cause damage to the lining of the small intestine. And people with celiac disease can have no gluten, or they get a very big immune response that can be life-threatening. Uh, let's see, vitiligo. Have you heard of vitiligo is where you get white patches on the skin and it's uh, caused by loss of pigment. That's considered an autoimmune condition. Scleroderma is a condition of connective tissue that causes changes in skin and blood and muscles and internal organs. Psoriasis. Many of you have heard of psoriasis. That's a skin condition that causes redness and irritation and it can cause thick and flaky silver white patches. That's considered autoimmune. Then there's uh, inflammatory bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis. These are inflammation of the colon and small intestine. A word you might have heard of, Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's disease is actually an inflammation of the thyroid gland, where the thyroid does not work properly. And then there's Graves' disease, which is also the thyroid, but that's when the thyroid gland is overactive. So 
these are some of the terms you might have heard. Um, also, type 1 diabetes is considered autoimmune, and of course that is a destruction of the insulin-producing cells in the pancreas. So let's talk about how autoimmune conditions are diagnosed. There's a few tests that are done. Uh, a good functional medicine doctor would, would be very extensive in their testing. There's autoantibody tests that can be done. There's a complete blood count, of course, your red and white cells. Uh, when your immune system is actively fighting something, those cells can go up. There's my puppy dog that's saying hello. <laughs> and then there's a blood test called CRP, which stands for C-reactive protein. This is an indication of overall inflammation of the body. And then there's something else called a sedimentation rate, and this actually indirect, indirectly measures how much inflammation is in the body. So those are some of the tests. And not an extensive list, but to give you an idea of what might be ordered if someone is considering an autoimmune condition. And just to let you know, there are so many ways this can, these can present. There's 100 plus symptoms that can be associated with any autoimmune disease. And we usually only think about the symptoms we're feeling, and we don't always ask why they might be happening. Uh, so. You, it's, it's very hard a lot of times to pinpoint an autoimmune condition just from symptoms only. So let's talk about what causes this, the big question. So one way that we always look at cause is to look at twin studies. And uh, twin studies are, are very helpful to look at cause when one twin may not have it, but the other twin does. So in twin studies, it's been shown that 25% of autoimmunity is genetics, 25%, which means 75% is environment. And from my reading and from my, some of the experts in this area, if I was to uh, list out five main factors, five main environmental factors that contribute to autoimmunity, this is what they would be. Number one, diet. Number two, toxins in our environment. Number three, infection. Number four, stress. And number five, leaky gut. So I am going to very briefly touch on some of these things. So if you think you might have an autoimmune condition or maybe you've been diagnosed, there are some things you can do immediately. And the first thing would, of course, be diet. So it's good to eliminate some of the more toxic foods like sugar. Maybe you would consider going on my sugar cleanse or eliminating all white things, white bread, white rice, white potatoes. Uh, you also might eliminate caffeine and eliminate some of the more inflammatory foods, foods that trigger the immune system like dairy, gluten, and grains. So that's something you can do immediately. Now, you may not do it all at once. But those are the top foods that could potentially be triggering an immune response. Sugar, caffeine, dairy, gluten, grains, and all of these can, of course, upset the digestive system, which can also lead to leaky gut. Now, under diet, I would also say you want to really uh, introduce what I call restorative micronutrients. So uh, micronutrients that actually help the body do what it knows how to do. Uh, you want a good baseline antioxidant and mineral, and I highly recommend the cell central. 
and you want a good quality fish oil, high quality, doubly distilled fish oil that is very pure. And you want high quality proteins and fats and good carbohydrates, good macronutrients. And I recommend everyone take a probiotic. A probiotic puts good bacteria in your gut, which helps repair the gut and helps give the gut what it needs to work effectively. So they're just some of the diet modifications you can you can do. What about toxins in the environment? Well, there's certain ones that we don't have any control over, but there are some that we do. And this area of environmental wellness is huge, and immediately you can look at everyday products that you are using that potentially have chemicals. And I often say anything you buy over the counter potentially has chemicals. So you want to go to a really high-quality natural shampoo, soap, cosmetics, detergents, household products. All of these, when you make that shift, will make a huge difference. I highly recommend reading the book called The Healthy Home Book by Dr. Myron Wentz, which will go through every room of your house and help you reduce your overall environmental toxic load. There's so much we can do uh, regarding our environment. Then there are infections. So some of us have leaky infections that is lurking in our body, and we don't know. what We sometimes call them subclinical. And some of these can be picked up by a functional medicine doctor, uh, really testing to make sure that you don't have any fungus or yeast or candida in your body that could be triggering a immune response, sometimes the herpes virus, CRV, Epstein-Barr, these can all set up this subclinical uh, inflammation, infection, and uh, they can be looked for. The other, of course, is stress. So mental stress, emotional stress, physical stress can certainly exacerbate the body's immune system response. And leaky gut. So let's talk about leaky gut. Leaky gut actually happens at the small intestine level. The small intestine is where all the absorption takes place of all our nutrients from the food we eat. And leaky gut can be caused from many of the things that we've talked about. So processed food, uh, GMO gluten, a food sensitivity that you may not know about that's triggering leaky gut, environmental chemicals, parasites. These can all create a leakage at the small intestine level where you're getting things into your blood that should not be there and that are triggering inflammation. So you can get a test for leaky gut as well from a functional medicine doctor. So um, look into that and ask about that. So in summary, uh, you know that autoimmune conditions now, they're really a chronic condition with no specific cure, but the treatment involves controlling the process of the disease, the cause of the disease to decrease symptoms, especially during flare-up. So here's something you can do immediately. Here are seven very specific things you can do. One, eat a balanced, healthy diet. Get rid of the boxes of cereal. Get rid of processed food. Eat real food, balanced macronutrients. Two, exercise regularly. Exercise helps boost your immune system in a healthy way and keep it balanced. Three, get plenty of rest because sleep deprivation 
seriously affects your immune system. Take good vitamin supplements, good micronutrients that are pharmaceutical grade that can give your body what it needs to function effectively. Next one, number five, decrease stress. Stress is such a trigger for the immune system, especially if you have an autoimmune condition. And number six, look for environmental triggers. What in your environment might be triggering this autoimmune condition? Is it uh, things that you're using in your home, personal care products or household products or carpet cleaners? Uh, is it where you live, the pollution in the air? Do you need an air filter? Do you need a water filter? There's just so many things. Get the Healthy Home Book. And number seven, when you know what a trigger is, avoid it. The, the known triggers uh, are really something that you learn because you get to really know your body. So I hope this has been helpful to understand a little more about autoimmune conditions. I'm sure I'll be speaking about this a lot more in the future. I hope you join me on one of my health and education retreats because we learn a lot about this when we go to Sonavi, the functional medicine hospital, where you get a health and nutrition education about functional nutrition, the way the body works, digestion and detox. And I take them twice a year. You'll find information about that on my website, drkarenwolf.org. And until we meet again, stay well and keep learning. Bye-bye for now.